Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Welcome to the Easy 93.1 podcast. For Women's History Month, Cox Media Group and Easy 93.1 are featuring women who are making history now in South Florida as presidents and CEOs of nonprofit organizations that are making an amazing impact in our community. Pace Center for Girls is now in its 30th year providing support to adolescent and teen girls with a history of childhood trauma. The executive director, Sarah Nunez, is making sure that the day program continues to make positive changes in the lives of girls ages 11 through 18. I'm going to let Sarah tell more details about what they do. But first of all, Sarah Nunez, we salute you for all of the community work that you do during Women's History Month. Thank you for talking to us. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it so much. Well, you know, I know a little bit of the background of PACE and working with young girls who have had trauma in their childhood, but perhaps you can enlighten the audience a little bit more about the work that PACE Center in Broward does. Absolutely. So PACE Center for Girls, like you said, started 30 years ago here in Broward County in a storefront with patio furniture and just 10 girls, and it grew into what it is today here in Wilton Manors. We serve about 400 girls a year like you said, ranging in age from 11 to 18. We have an academic day program with full wraparound counseling and case management services. So we know that when our girls come here, their needs vary. So they may be dealing with, like you said, childhood trauma or things that are happening in their lives right now. And we also know that they cannot focus on their academics if we aren't working with them on those types of issues at the same time. So it's full holistic wraparound care. So girls come to us, they're behind in school and they come here to recover their credits and hopefully graduate from high school. We have 15 girls graduating high school with us this year and they get the same diploma that every other youth in Broward County receives. So that's the gist of it. But in addition to the academic work, you also do life skills training, there's relationship building and career planning, things that people who don't have trauma don't normally even get. You know, we sort of figure out on our own how to deal with people that emotional, the EQ. We have to kind of figure it out for ourselves unless we pursue it in a book. It's not something we're taught in school. So in a way, the girls who come to PACE because of very difficult, traumatic, unfortunate situations at home are coming out sort of ahead of the game in the way that they're able to handle themselves and their lives. Is that a fair assessment? Absolutely. Absolutely. I always say it's the special sauce at PACE that we look to help girls with their financial literacy. We help them with their soft and hard skills to get a job and keep a job. We work with them on their tech skills, digital skills, so that they can be successful in the world that we're living in now. Everything's digital and technological. But we also look to them for what they're interested in and what their strengths are. We're a strengths-based program. So we have many girls who are very artistic. We have girls who come and they're amazing in science or they're amazing in math. 
and we really help work with them on what they are great at to help them, you know, really be successful. We always say we find the great in every girl. So while they may not have had a path that has led them down that road, we take what they already have and we help them grow and really flourish in what they're already great at. You must love what you do because you have this incredible history of working with young people, starting with the YMCA in New York. And then as you and I had met through Girl Scouts of Southeast Florida and now with the Pace Girls, But there are some differences with each one. Um, What gave you the confidence to make this leap to executive director at Pace Girls after your years with Girl Scouts of Southeast Florida? You know, Girl Scouts is known for being a leadership development organization, and that is so true for both the youth that are served there and the adults Mm. that work there. Um, I would say that with Girl Scouts and everywhere that I've been, I think that having amazing mentors, having a support system, having people who want you to be great and really, regardless of whether you stay with them or you go someplace else, they want to help you grow that's been my experience. And that's been my experience with women. And it's been my experience with men as well. I've had some really supportive male mentors as well. But I think, you know, Girl Scouts is special because most of the teams that I worked with, there were women. And it was the first time I had ever experienced that. And just knowing that you have the support of other women, I think is an amazing thing to be able to experience. And that's also my experience here at Pace. You know, my supervisor here was the first executive director at Pace Broward, and she has been an incredible partner to me to help me really grow in this role as well. So I, you know, for me, it's about always learning, always growing, um, and having people there to kind of lift you up or pull you up the ladder behind them, you know, to be able to move forward. I think that's so necessary, and I hope that I can do that for other people. I have no doubt. And this is the kind of things that I'm hearing over and over again as I talk to all our honorees during Women's History Month is this concept of being mentored and mentoring and how important it is in moving your way up the ladder, if you will, or achieving whatever goals you have, whether it's up the ladder or sideways. Either way, having someone who kind of takes you under their wing, whether it's a male or a female, When you were young, was there someone who was a particularly positive influence on you? That is a super easy question for me. I had the most amazing parents. And I can't, I I would say my mom, who uh, both of my parents have passed, but my mom was an incredibly strong, you know, very um, extroverted center of our family type person. But my parents were older parents back then. My parents were in their 30s when they had me, and that was older back then. Oh and, <laughs> really? you know, not now. That isn't the case now. But, you know, back then it was like, oh, you have children in your 30s. You're so old. And my dad, who raised three girls. I'm the youngest of three girls. I always say my dad was like the biggest feminist because he always pushed us. You can do whatever you want. You can be whatever you want. There were no real like gender roles in our home. You know, both of my parents worked or one of them didn't or one of them did, you know, and they worked hard. We got an amazing work ethic from them, but they really pushed all three of us to know that we could do what it is, whatever we wanted to do. So that is a very easy question for me because they were definitely always my biggest cheerleader and always 
behind all three of us really to say, go do what you want, go change the world, you know, in whatever way that is. I think we have the same parents. (laughs) You have just (laughs) described the, I am the baby of three girls, the youngest, Mm. and it was the exact same thing where we were taught gender was, it wasn't even mentioned as gender. It was just you, you can do whatever you set your mind to. And what was expected is that we would do the best that we could. That's all. Just do the best you can. Um, Such a familiar family dynamic. and, And I love hearing that. Is there like a family dynamic at pace with the other people you work with? Absolutely. I have to tell you, so a couple things that you brought up about mentoring and about family dynamics, I think that's one of the things that many of our girls in some cases are missing. They may not have that strong um, family support. Many of them do, but some of them may not. And so they're not hearing those kinds of messages at home necessarily. And then back to the mentoring conversation, whether it's a family member or somebody on the outside, um, it's so important here too that our girls have strong, caring adults and that they're exposed to things that they may not be exposed to. So we have so many community partners and amazing organizations that come in and talk to girls about careers and all the different things that they can do. But one of the things that we hear all the time from our alumni who we follow for a good year or more after they leave us is that Pace is a family and that when they came here, they weren't really super sure about it. You know, it was all girls. They weren't sure if they were going to like it. But when they look back on it, Pace was always a family and that the people here really cared about what happened to them. And I think that that is so important that they have to know the authentic, genuine care that the team members here have for them. The end of the day, when you go home, what have you felt is gratifying for you on a day-to-day basis? Honestly, it's the smallest things. So this job is hard and it is uh, really a lifestyle more than a job, but it is the smallest things that happen during the day with a girl that make me go home and be able to put my head on my pillow at night and sleep and then wake up and bounce out of bed and come back here the next day to do it. Even during the pandemic, even when it's really super hard, I think that having a girl come in and say, you know, Miss Sarah, I got my first job or Miss Sarah, I have a B in math. It really is those small little steps that they're taking every single day that keep me going every every day. And each little step takes someone down a path and it becomes a journey instead of just a step. You know, you, since you've been executive director, there have been a lot of things to cope with, both for you as the executive director, for PACE as an organization, and for girls who are already dealing with, you know, trauma situations. You've got the challenges that they face from social media. There was a pandemic, all these issues that we didn't have to deal with when we were growing up. What advice. And I do want to mention you have two degrees in psychology, so it's not like you're talking out of turn. You are schooled in this and are able to legitimately give advice. What advice do you give to young girls today? And I know that whatever you say is going to be valid for us as adults as well to help us cope with all of these changes and challenges. I think the biggest advice I would give is 
ask for help. Do not be afraid to reach out if you're struggling. I think, you know, we're really trying to end the stigma of getting help for mental health issues all around the country, all around the world. And people are struggling now more than ever. I mean, the pandemic has really left people in a very unsure place. Everything that's happening out in our communities, you know, violence and all the things that are going on, they're huge stressors for adults. They're huge stressors for kids. You add social media on top of that where things are not real. And, you know, kids are struggling. You know, the Surgeon General just put out a report that mental health in youth is worse than ever. Mm. So for me, it's all about having access to good mental health care and not being afraid to access it. And it's not just on the youth. I mean, their families have to be open to that. But there are so many resources out there. There are so many places that people can go to get help. And that would be my biggest advice. Do not be afraid to get help because it's out there. Much like you say, I agree there is a sort of coming out of the shadows in talking about mental health that hasn't been prevalent before. And that's good to know because so many people, everyone right now, really, because of the pandemic, everyone needs some sort of assistance, comforting. For sure. I mean, and I think it's generational. I think when you look back at our parents and their parents, it wasn't something that was even spoken about in our home about mental health and well-being and that kind of thing. You just worked hard and you dealt with it. And and the reality is they didn't deal with it. And that's why we're dealing with this intergenerational trauma and mental health difficulties. And so if we can help our young people kind of break that intergenerational thought on mental health, we can make a lot of progress. And so even without the pandemic, you know, this is an area that there was a lot of work to be done, but I think it's just brought it to light even more. The isolation and the unsuredness about what's been going on just has brought it to light even more how much we all need support in whatever way that is. Right. And when you start hearing more and more stories about young people, People committing suicide. We know even more that the work you do at PACE is so critical. When a child has lived through a trauma, they carry that with them until it's dealt with. So what you're doing is making probably life and death differences for a lot of these young girls and making differences between a path that could lead to drug abuse, homelessness, whatever it might be. And instead, they're graduating with their degrees and they know how to handle their lives. And you've set them off for a really happy, successful life. And uh, for that, uh, just bravo. Congratulations. Thank you so much. That is definitely what we hope we're doing. I believe you are. And thank you, Sarah (laughs) Nunez, Executive Director of the Pace Center for Girls Broward. If someone is interested in learning more about Pace, where would you send them? You can check pacecenter.org slash Broward. We also have multiple other centers all throughout the state of Florida and all in the tri-county area and all over the state. So if there are people that are hearing this that are in other parts of the state, there are resources there as well. If you're in Broward County, we're at 954-561-6939 and they can reach out either of those two ways and we'll be happy to help. Sarah Nunez, Executive Director of the Pace Center for Girls Broward. We are so grateful for what you do and we salute you as one of our top 20 during Women's History Month. Thank you. Thank you. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.